It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Holy moly, guacamole! I tell you what, (laughs) (laughs) it's cooking in the dark, we're back! It's springtime, man, didn't think winter was ever going to get over with, oh my goodness. Hard to get excited about that when it's, you know, 40 degrees outside. <laughs> or, in y'all's case, you know, 12 or whatever, snowing. Or 20, Dang. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you put a bird, you know, a bird bath out there, and the birds are like, wow, you crazy? Where's the ice skates, <laughs> brother? <laughs> now the birds are still in Mexico, man. They're still siesta for the winter. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. But springtime is here. I'm so excited. Now, today's show... I'm, I'm just going to tell them, huh, Cheryl? You're going to tell them, last really? week's show, Yeah, last week's show we did, a uh, man, an awesome egg salad variation. It was um, an egg salad, or uh, an egg, tomato, and bacon kind of egg salad. And it was kind of spicy, but didn't you think it was good? It was good. It wasn't, like, overly spicy, as, no. I, as I suspected. It just had a little, you know, a little kick. That yeah, at the end, you know, I put a, uh, we put just a little bit of white pepper in it, y'all, and it was mm, 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 good, good, good. So you definitely want to go back to our archives and uh, check out last week's show. What what show number was that? Do you remember? 261. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's two times three. That's almost a thousand recipes we've made. Wow. Wow. No wonder I'm gaining weight. <laughs> 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 oh, mercy, 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 mercy. But, um, so, okay, getting back to, here were the clues that we gave. The, what we're going to make today is, um, it's, a, it's a type of a dance, and you can also use Rotel tomatoes in it if you want. It's actually kind of a Rotel tomato itself, but um, we're going to be making a couple salsas today uh, in, in the salsas cookbook. And man, Cheryl, I bet it's got, gosh, if it's got one, it's got probably 50 or 60 different salsa, salsa. recipes. I mean, and not just the, what you would think of as a typical salsa, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's fruit salsas, there's dessert salsas, there's recipes where you can use some of them with different different types of meats and foods and things. Um, in fact, that's one thing we're going to be doing with one we make today. So I need to get in there. Kitchen, I'm sitting here at the table having a cup of coffee, just chilling with Cheryl. Actually, my coffee's got a little bit of... A little bit of wine in it. It's more wine than coffee, I guess. Is it a little bit of a kick <laughs> itself? <laughs> nah, no coffee. It's a coffee cup, but it's wine. <laughs> low profile. i got to have a low profile in the kitchen. I'll send that wine glass flying, man. Uh... Going all over the place. 
But uh, that's what we're going to do on today's show. So, uh, man, I hope you all fasten your seatbelts and hang on because it's going to be fun. Oh, spring. It's so great, man. Tomatoes, vegetables, everything starts coming back in, you know, for a full summer run. I just love eating fresh vegetables. It's lovely. And not, cannot beat it, man. Plus, beat it. I don't have to wear my long pants anymore and my sweatshirts. I can put them up. <laughs> the two pair of jeans I have and the one sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, we had a day a few weeks ago, and everybody in Houston knows, I mean, it was 91 degrees. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? No spring weather? <laughs> just we're going straight from winter to summer? Because <laughs> it was like still March. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's too early to be 91 degrees. But now it's, it's tapered off. We're in the oh, low 80s, and it cools off to the 60s in the evening. So that's, yeah, perfect weather for right now. Mm-hmm. And there's no mosquitoes out yet. So we can still go out and enjoy it and not get eaten alive because they like this boy. I don't know what it is, but I am invited to a lot of parties as a mosquito repellent for everybody else. Wow. They suck my blood. <laughs> but, anyways, so this um this uh, this gentleman, he, they're living in a retirement home, and he comes in, and his wife says, "Well, how was golf today, honey?" And she goes, "He goes, ah, it was okay, but my eyesight's getting so bad, I can't see where I hit the ball now. I hit it, but it takes me forever to find it because I don't know where it goes." And she goes, "Well, Jack, you ought to, you ought to take my my brother Steve with you. Steve's eighty-five years old. Well, I." Honey, you're 75. I know, but he's 85. He doesn't play golf anymore. And his his wife goes, yeah, but his eyesight's perfect. He can ride with you in the cart and see where you hit the ball. You know, you hit it and he'll watch it. That ain't a bad idea. So next day they're out on the course and they're up on the number one tee and Jack hits it. Starts off as far as he can see straight down the fairway. And he, he turns to his brother-in-law and says, did you see it? And he goes, Yeah. So Jack's all proud. He comes over there and, you know, puts his club up, gets in the golf cart, and they go to take off. And he goes, all right. You saw it, honey? He goes, yep. He goes, where'd it go? And his brother-in-law says, I don't know. I forgot. (laughs) 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 Oh, shucks, man. All right, y'all. Fasten your seatbelts. Hang on. This is Cooking in the Dark. We will be back right after this interruption. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Salsa time. Salsa time. Actually, the first thing we're going to make, it, it would be a salsa mm-hmm. if we threw it in the food processor and turned it into a salsa. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make a pico de gallo that will mm, make people come back to your house more than one. They'll bring their own chips if they know you're making salsa. <laughs> That's some pretty dad good and good stuff there. And I like it. it. It's it's pretty simple and quite, you know. Very simple and, oh, my gosh, so fresh. Delicious. And this oh, is the oh. time. Start, yeah. In fact, down the road, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to do some some shows, Cheryl, about, um, you know, doing some canning. Oh, so we yes. can, you know, teach how to kind of preserve some of our, um, mm-hmm. preserve some of these fresh food, free, fresh veggies. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've been into the, I, I got some, I got a some classic books y'all i read of mice and men and jane eyre and then i was like oh, the adventures of robin hood never read it so i started reading it and i'm like oh my gosh excellent i love the little stories but trying to get into the language was a little tough you know mm-hmm. stop thy oh, i crack thy crown with my staff nay <laughs> i say yay nay yay <laughs> <laughs> it was quite fun it was really fun but um so i thought man i need some light reading now so i started reading that you know the the uh 
the Hannah Swenson books. The oh, murder those by are fun. Pineapple murder and blah, blah, yeah. you know, all the those. The apple so. turnover murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, all set in Minnesota. Lake Eden, Minnesota. I'm thinking, man, for such a little town, very small population, everybody knows that there's sure a lot of people getting killed. <laughs> and now I've been, I've been reading all the books in succession, so I remember, oh. So now I'm like, okay, you don't really want to be introduced, you know, as a new character in one of these books, because two or three books later, you're going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to be the murderer, you yes, know? Yes. <laughs> Unless you're not Hannah or her sister or, um, you know, one of the main characters. Her guys, her guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, her mom, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but those are fun, those are fun reads. So I'm going to try to, um, I, I keep saying this, but I've got, I'm just going to have to get some recipes out of, you know, I want to get some of her dessert recipes and some mm-hmm. of the recipes they make, because that's one thing that's fun about those books. When they talk about a certain cookie or a certain dessert, they give the recipe for it also, which is really cool. So all that reading aside, here we go. Uh, we're going to make a pico de gallo. For this pico, you're going to need four large tomatoes, and we're going to dice those. You want two big or three medium jalapenos, one large white or yellow onion, and all that needs to be diced. You want about um, a quarter cup of chopped cilantro. Mm-hmm. And if you want to put a little more in, be my guest. As you know, I love cilantro. But um, we want you want to measure that after you chop it. And then we want to add also about two teaspoons of lime juice. If you don't have lime juice, you can add a little bit of lemon juice, but lime juice is better. And then a little salt and pepper to taste. Now, if we were making salsa, what I would do is would be to cut up the tomatoes and put them in a food processor. And then process them down, chop them down. And then dice the onion, dice the jalapenos, put that in, put the cilantro in, and and mix it up that way. So your tomatoes are more of a sauce than big chunks. Mm -hmm. What I've got here, y'all, to do this, um, you either need to find a sucker (laughs) or get yourself this adjusted slice mandolin. What I'm going to do is I'm holding the mandolin straight up and down. And this hand mandolin, it looks like a cheese grater, like a hand cheese grater, except where the grating is, the cheese grater part would be, is the mandolin for slicing. Oh, for slicing, yeah. So I'm just going to run this tomato through the blade until it starts getting... Okay, now we're getting close to the blade, so let me find my finger guard. Put that on there. Because believe me, this thing, it doesn't care what it's slicing, whether it's you or your finger. And there's no fingertips in this recipe. (laughs) So now I've got, and slicing it straight down, it kind of piles the tomato up right on top of itself there. So I've got a stack here of sliced tomatoes. And what I'm going to do now is just dice these slices. Okay? So what I've got here is I've got the slices in front of me, and I I took them, I made two piles, Mm -hmm. two stacks. Because one stack's pretty tall, about three inches, but oh, as tall as a tomato. So I've got about an inch and a half here. It's probably six, seven slices. And I'm just going to cut in strips. I'm, I'm hoping to get them about a quarter inch wide or so, the tomato. Just slice it straight across, and it's a little stack. Okay, now I'm going to turn what I just sliced perpendicular again to me. And I'm just going to slice them again, straight down. So I'm cutting... The knife is perpendicular to my body, 
and we're just slicing these up into pieces. And if it's, I mean, if they're, if ultimately, if they were all about three eighths of an inch square, that'd be perfect. But it's not going to happen. Mm. So then it's okay, because I guarantee you, once it gets on a chip and goes down the gullet, they aren't going to care what it looks like. They're just going to say, oh my gosh, that's good, give me more. And that's when you say, that was just a sample, it'll be $12.95 per teaspoon. That way you can pay for your time. <laughs> okay. Now, I dice these up again, y'all, on our flexible chopping mat. Can't beat it. Because you've got all these little pieces of, of tomato down here sliced up. Mm -hmm. So here's what we do. We fold up each end bloop, of the chopping mat. It creates like a little cradle. Put that over the bowl, tip it, and all your tomato slices go right into the bowl. Just that easy. Now, let's turn our attention to our onion. We're going to need to dice this onion. So, now we use the hand mandolin. Make cooking a little bit easier. It's kind of like woodworking. Woodworking is a lot funner when you have the proper tools to do the jobs. What I've done is I cut our onion in half and then I've cut off both ends where the root was. Now I'm cutting each half. Each half is laying cut side down and I'm just slicing them again in half so we basically got quarters. What I'm going to do is now peel off the outside, you know, the dead layers of the onion. Because mm -hmm. you don't want those. Let me get it off of each one of these quarters here. And we're going to pull out, you know what we're pulling out, Cheryl. Oh. The onion dicer. We love that. Oh, my gosh. Let me show you how quickly we can dice a whole onion as soon as I get this thing peeled. Now, the the dicer, it could probably do the whole a whole medium-sized onion. But if you cut it into quarters, it's going to make it a lot easier on you. Okay, what the dicer looks like, it looks like the mouth of an alligator. It's hinged at one end, you open it up away from the snout. And it's got a grid, probably about a four by four grid, back near where the mouth would hinge at, mm -hmm. back where the throat would be. And you just lay your onion or your whatever you want to dice on that, press down. Right there, I just diced a quarter of an onion. Here's the other one. There you go. Now, when we go to conventions, I challenge people to see if they can dice <laughs> an onion faster than I can. Oh, using the... I use the dicer. They use a knife. <laughs> Haven't lost yet. I am undefeated. And especially embarrassing decided people. They don't like it. <laughs> Oh, there's a little piece there. Let me put that. Okay. One of the little insides, the hearts of the onion came out, so may as well get them all in there. And what this will do, this will make a nice little quarter-inch dice. Mm -hmm. Tap that out. And it's got a catch bottom, so everything that you dice right falls into, into the it. bottom yep. and is caught. So guess what? We take that. Dump that right into our bowl, too. So now we've got four diced tomatoes, one diced onion. Jalapeno time, everybody. Excellent. Jalapeno, little flavor. 
Jalapenos are still a little bit tiny this time of year, but they're getting bigger. These are about the, these are probably about three and a half inches long, maybe. Not too big and fat yet, but it won't be long. So here's what I'm going to do with them. I'm going to slice them from long ways, okay? So I'm just kind of laying my knife on it and just pressing down through it. With these, sometimes you'll get a curved one, sometimes they're straight, but I just kind of lay my knife on it and feel with my fingers to make sure it's kind of in the middle of the stem at one end and kind of at the middle of the point at the bottom of the jalapeno and then I just run my knife through it. Now I'm going to take these, I am going to take the seeds out. You find my spoon here. And to do this I just take a, 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 a regular spoon and just kind of scrape the inside of the jalapeno. I'll go ahead and cut off the end where the stem is at. Now the more you scrape these, the cooler they will be. So if you just take the seeds out, they're going to be, okay, pretty warm. Mm -hmm. If you scrape the membrane down a little bit, it's going to cool them off a little bit. Now one trick to salsa, if your salsa is too hot, you can add a little bit of sugar. If you've got sensitive fingers or hands, wear some gloves when you do this. If you do this barehanded, make sure you wash your hands very thoroughly before you do anything else. Touch your eyes, touch your face, um, go to the restroom. Because of this membrane and jalapeno, woo, it'll make everything hot. Sometimes I will take, I'll split a jalapeno open and I'll rub it on the grill on my, my Hamilton Beach and in doing so, it kind of, then when I throw my chicken on there or whatever, it kind of makes that chicken hot. You know, it kind of picks up a little bit of that jalapeno flavor. Sears it right into the skin. Okay, let me put my dicer back here. And um, I'm just going to dice up our jalapenos real fast. One, I've got them in halves. Now I put one hand over where the grid is and one hand kind of on the snout, where the alligator's snout would be. Like that. There we go. Let me do this one last one. This last one I'm not going to scrape. Oh, that's going to be the evilly hot one. Yes. Oh. I am going to seed it. Let me cut it in half here and open it up. But I'm not going to scrape it. This is the one, remember Phil Parr at the Houston gathering? <laughs> Holy crap, Campbell, it's hot! <laughs> I made some stuffed jalapenos and I seeded and membraned almost all of them, except for two. And I was just waiting to see who was going to be the lucky getters of those. It was Phil Parr. <laughs> oh, jeez. So not nice. He didn't say holy crap, though. <laughs> uh. Okay. Out of the dicer, into our bowl. Now, I've got some cilantro here. I need to kind of peel it. And when I mean peel it, I mean I've got a, it's on sprigs, so I want to kind of pull the leaves off. And I'm just going to kind of pull them off and put them here in a pile. If you just kind of gently run your hands down the stems, you can peel the leaves off pretty easily. Cilantro, I, I'm guessing it's kind of in the parsley family. 
It probably is, yeah. But it's a very peppery aroma, kind of a peppery taste. I just love it. I ended up putting some in the egg salad we made. I put some in that after we went off the air. Gave that to the band. <laughs> they were glad to see us, man. They played for almost two hours after the show was over. Wow. They were definitely uh, happy that we were back live. Yes. I think they were just hungry. <laughs> okay, so I'm peeling off this cilantro. Now, again, we want about a, a quarter cup of this, but we want to measure it, and we want to chop it first and then measure it. So I'm just peeling off some more sprigs here. Got a fairly good little pile going. And I probably this is probably about a mm, probably a dozen sprig, Cheryl. Oh. I'm using. And you want to pull the stems out. When you feel it, it does. It's got a nice it's got a long stem. And then um, you can feel the leaves up at the nice big abundant leaves. Kinda of reminds me a little bit of um, curly parsley, if you've ever played with that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But it doesn't smell as good. You know, I think with Mr. Cummings, if you start just putting cilantro in everything, mm. for a while he'll develop a taste for it and won't even know he's done it. <laughs> I think I tried that. He he takes a bite and he says, <gasps> what's in <laughs> here? And then he gets, I can just tell from his voice, he's got a very unhappy face on. <laughs> <laughs> As he's spitting and hacking and yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but actually I did I mean I don't know if there's some scientific something but there was a study that said that for some people cilantro tastes like soap if they don't like it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I had once I heard that I had to back off and say, Well oh, yeah, yeah. That's maybe not, maybe it just doesn't taste right to him. Cause, I don't like soap in anything. Yeah. <laughs> There's some things that don't taste right to me, like Brussels sprouts, you know? Oh, see, he loves Brussels sprouts. Okay. Yeah. And, so uh, that's my, I'll have to use that. But, you know, Brussels sprouts, is if you don't like them, they taste, <laughs> taste like soap. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anytime, anytime, yeah. <laughs> Remember that, folks. If there's something you don't like, uh, it tastes like soap. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a study. I heard about it on Cooking in the Dark. Carol said that... Um, yeah, yeah, it was applesauce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got my pile of of, pars of parsley of cilantro. Yes, Mr. Cummings, it's it's uh, parsley. <laughs> and I'm just kind of running my knife through it. And what I do after I do that, I just repile it up and kind of squeeze it all together, and then um, just run my knife through it again. Okay, yeah, that's nice. Okay, I'm going to sprinkle this into our salsa, into our pico de gallo. All right. And I'm going to wash my hands, and then we're going to dig in and just mix it all Ooh, up. Ooh, I've got my chips right here. All right. I'm ready. Okay. I am willing to test this for you. Actually, if you want to hold on, I'll show you how to I'll make a better chip than that for you. <gasps> really? Like our own chip? chip? All right. Mm -hmm. That's what will be coming up after the break. Okay, y'all, I'm just stirring this up. I'm just mixing everything in. I'm kind of just digging my fingers down to the bottom and lifting up and just kind of letting everything just fall back in together. Now, the best thing to do with this is just let it kind of sit in the fridge 
You kind of let it, just let the flavors kind of meld together a little bit. Oh, yeah. I need to put a little salt and pepper on it, and mm -hmm. I put a just a little bit of lemon juice. Let me get that. Actually, it's lime juice here, so. Oh, you've got lime juice? Mm-hmm. Yum. Not too much, just enough to accent. I've also got a little ground cumin. I'm going to add about a uh, teaspoon, maybe two teaspoons of that. It's brand new. I had to replace our cumin because it's just been a while since we used it, you know? Mm-hmm. All righty. A little salt and pepper to taste, and we are good to go. Now, I've quit buying iodized salt, you know? Oh. Cheryl and I had that little talk last week, if you were listening to the show, about, you know, what's the ID mates and how great they are now that we can see the ingredients and the percentages, the nutritional information through the ID mate when you scan an item. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, sea salt or kosher salt is, um, it'll still give you the sodium, but it's a little better for you, actually a lot better for you than iodized salt. I'm just putting about three or four twists of fresh ground pepper in here. Mm-mm-mm. Katie, bar the door. Back! Get back! <laughs> People front seat up here getting antsy. They are. Well, they see me with Step my off, chips. You know, they see me with my chips. And uh, even though you're going to show us how to make homemade chips, I, I'm still ready. I got you. I, I'm willing to be the taster. I'm just oh. saying. Just saying. Just letting, hey, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> if you need somebody to take that million dollars, I'll, I'll be happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care if it is in ones. <laughs> I'll try carrying right, it, yes. <laughs> a pico is complete. Let me throw that in the fridge, and uh, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now here's more of the show. With Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. Our salsa's in the fridge. Our, our pico de gallo, excuse me. But it is a salsa kind of show, so anyway. It's all there. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're going to make another salsa here. This is a fun one. I love this one. Mm -mm -mm. We want to use... Well, go ahead and read that recipe. All right, sure. here we go. So pineapple salsa, pretty straightforward. Here we go. You need a one can, 15 ounces of diced tomatoes. You're going to drain that. One small can of crushed pineapples. You're going to drain that. One jalapeno seeded and diced. One tablespoon of lime juice. Four tablespoons of fresh cilantro chopped. And two tablespoons of red onion uh, minced. Pretty straightforward, y'all. It is, it is. I think even I could make this. I've got faith in you. <laughs> Sounds really yummy. Okay, small can of pineapples drained. They've got the pool top on them. Oh, that makes life easy. Okay. Now, cilantro. I've already got that diced up, All right. chopped up. You find my jalapeno. Now, these peanuts are kind of small, so... I'm going to use two of them. All right. Picked out the biggest ones of the bunch for our pico de gallo. These I'm just going to cut off the stem. Then I'm going to split them. Are these, the are these like fresh jalapenos? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Or just. Just mom. 
me get our um, onion dicer here. And the dicer comes apart so easily for cleaning. It's just three pieces: the bottom, the top, and the uh, the insert. Mm -hmm. Now, gosh, last year, year before last, I guess it was when we made that jalapeno jelly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was yummy. Mm hmm I use that. I use this dicer to dice the strawberries, to dice the jalapenos. Gosh, everything for that. And see, just that quick, 20 seconds or less, I've diced two jalapenos. Wow. <laughs> Put that in. Now I need about two tablespoons of red onion. Yep. Two tablespoons, y'all, equates out to be about an eighth of a cup. So I've got a nice big red onion here. Let me, uh, I'm just going to cut off about a third of it. Let me cut off the stem, peel off the dead, old layers, and um, we're just going to put him on the onion dicer. This dicer doesn't care if it's a red onion, a white onion, or a yellow onion, <laughs> a jalapeno, a strawberry, or a piece of celery. Doesn't do tomatoes well though, y'all. Kind of makes ketchup. <laughs> there we go. Gotta like that, right? Sounds good. It's quick, it's fast, and it's done. And it's done. Done. Race, go. I won. <laughs> okay. Now, we've got our red onion, we've got our jalapeno, our tomatoes, our pineapple salsa, our cilantro. Are we missing anything? Oh, did you do the tomatoes? Yes. Ah, uh, so tomato, uh, lime juice or lemon juice. Okay. Got that handy. That was sitting right here. All right. The reason I'm hurrying y'all is I want to show y'all how to make your own homemade tortillas. Your saint, your homemade chips out of tortillas. Oh, oh, oh. That now, is so for delicious. those of you that have listened to our show before, we've done it before on the show. We have, but it, that was a long okay. time ago. So long time ago. one tablespoon of lime juice. Got it. Lime juice. Okay. Let me wash my hands, mix this up. Now, what I did before we started this endeavor yes. is I put four chicken breasts in the oven. And they're baking, 350 degrees, covered. I did it for the purpose of this. One of the things they recommend serving this with is fish or chicken or mm, summer gets here, take a zucchini and cut it long ways, strip it long ways into long strips with that that mandolin that I used earlier for the tomatoes works great. And then bread them and bake them. Mm, you make like kind of oven fried zucchini crisps. Yum. And then dip them in that salsa. <laughs> Delicious. It will uh, make you sit back and say, ah, oh, 
It's a beautiful day. <laughs> so I'm going to pull our chicken breasts out here. Man, I love this hot pad. The Grips hot pad that goes with the mitts. Mm -hmm. mm. Absolutely love it. It's so big. Peeling back. Ooh, yeah. I just peeled back the foil. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to pour this salsa over the top. Ooh. I'm using one of our perfect bowls, so that'll make the pouring of it so easy. With the great spouts, the gull wings. I'm just kind of making sure I get it on top of the pieces of chicken. So as it continues to cook, it'll cook in. Something else I think I'm going to make with the Cheryl is I'm going to bake some brown rice. Ooh, yum. Add a little white pepper to it for a little spice. Mm hmm And then add some pineapple to it to cool it off at the same time. Nice. Okay. Rinse out our bowl real quick. Now I'm going to cover our... chicken again. Mm -hmm. Slide it back in the oven. It's been baking for about 30 minutes at 350. I'm going to let it go for about another 15 minutes. And that will be mm, delicious. Because as it bakes, that it's going to bake into, of course, all the salsa is going to help to flavor the chicken and that's served over if you don't want to do rice do a um, do a bed of greens oh. you could do cauliflowers too some uh, oh, yes. somebody was telling me about a cauliflower that they'd sort of um, chopped up in their food processor, and it had the texture of rice, but it was cauliflower. It was delicious. Now that's what a South Beach diet mashed potatoes is. Ah. Is cauliflower. Wow, but it's it's really tasty. I think when I was a kid, I was like, I'm not going to eat those. <laughs> oh, I know I was. Uh -uh. <laughs> Something looks like brains. No, nope, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Broccoli, too. Uh -uh. Yeah, no, now I... I'm like thinking back, golly, you were a fool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Even just fresh. Oh, delicious. Yes. Okay. Got that in the oven. All right. Let's take a quick break, Cheryl. We're going to come back, and I'm going to show you guys how to make some homemade tortilla chips. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. More cooking in the dark. Here we go. Salsa. Cooking in the dark. A little salsa, salsa for you. A little salsa. Springtime. A little attitude. Yeah. Now, we've made our great... Pico de Gallo. We've made a delicious pineapple salsa that, if you're going to use that pineapple salsa in 
Um, if you're just going to use it for, you know, serving for chips or with whatever, um, you want to refrigerate it and let it chill for a couple hours and let the flavors melt. Mm. I dumped it over the top of the chicken we're baking. Mm-mm-mm. I think it's going to be delicious. Okay, let's talk about tortilla chips. Let's talk about homemade chips. What you want to take, what you want to do, so I've got about four tortillas here. Mm-hmm. Now, these are fresh homemade tortillas that we get at our local grocery store. You can use flour. Um, these are wheat, wheat ones that are like flour. Um, I wouldn't, corn might work, but man, use flour if you can. Yeah. What these do when they're made is they actually create a kind of a crisp chip on the outside mm-hmm. and soft and chewy on the inside. They are ultimate for pico de gallo, for chili con queso, for guacamole. Your people will be impressed, and they're so easy. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a tortilla, and we're going to cut it in half. Actually, I've got four of them stacked up. What I do is I fold this tortilla in half, and I'm going to slide my knife right inside it so I know where the halfway point is. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to place it back down on the other tortillas so I know where half is. Okay? And I'm cutting it right in half, all the tortillas. All four of them sliced them all right in half. Okay? Now, here we go. Take the ones you just sliced, put them on top of the other half, just float them all over. So now we've got a big old stack of these. Mm-hmm. Let's do the same thing. Let's find the halfway point of this half one. So I'm folding it over in half. I'm kind of putting my knife down where the middle is at the fold, and I'm going to lay it back on top of my other tortillas, and I know right there's the middle. Boom. Okay? Slice them in half again. So now I've got two stacks of quarters, okay? Nice, okay. Okay. Now I'm going to take these again, and from the point of one quarter, and I'm just going to kind of guess, I'm going to slice them again. So now we're down to eights. Mm-hmm. I've got a stack of eights here. Let me cut this quarter. And again, the quarters, just turn it. I'm turning it with the point away from me. I'm putting my knife blade about where the point is, and I'm just kind of feeling where about the middle would be on the, the rounded section, you know, of the, of the quarter. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be perfect, y'all. Chips are never perfect. If they are, they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've taken a, a cookie sheet, baking sheet, and I have layered it or just coated it with olive oil. You can use vegetable oil. You can use spray. And I'm just laying these now. When I take these chips that we've cut, these little triangles, I put it down so it coat both sides get coated with the olive oil. I'll lay it and then flip it. And then I'm setting it in place here. I'm just making a line like you would cookies. But with these, I can put them right on top of each other almost, right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And because of the triangle shape, okay, the point's towards me on that one. I'm putting that one with the point away. Let me let this one down here. Get some olive oil on both sides of it. Put it here with the point towards me. And I'm just making a row of these across the, the cookie sheet. Lay that one there. And you just keep doing this until you fill your cookie sheet up. You want to make sure you coat both sides with oil. Ooh, that's a big one there. That'll be daddy's. That's your daddy one. 
Now, I've already made one line, so I'm going to start making another row, Cheryl. Coming back across. All right. Point towards me. Next one I lay down here is going to be away from me. And you can just lay these in place and flip them over. Just You just want to get a little olive oil on both sides. If they start getting dried out, go ahead and just put a little, you can add a little more oil or vegetable oil, whatever you've got. Okay. Now, we're going to slide these into the oven for 10 minutes. That's it. You don't have to flip them. You don't have to do anything except just take them out when they're done. And, man, munch, munch, munch. It'd be a good idea to have a bowl ready. I line a, I take a bowl and line it with uh, a towel or paper towels mm -hmm. so that when the chips come out, I just kind of stake them and just put them right in there. And then you're ready to go. They're ready to eat. Yeah. Got room for one more. Yeah, these are just delicious. First time we had these, it was a little Mexican restaurant we went to, and they even made they made fresh guacamole at your table. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, ten minutes there. Let me set the timer. Why don't we take a little quickie? We'll be right back. We'll tell you about everything we did. This is the best Dan cooking show for the blind anywhere. It's cooking in the dark. She's Cheryl Cummins. I'm Dale Campbell. We will be right back. <laughs> Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. We're back, y'all. Woohoo! Salsa, pico de gallo. Spring is on the way. The vegetables are growing. They're going to be melting in our mouths soon. I knew, I knew, I knew. Hey, uh, the pico de gallo we made today, y'all. Four large tomatoes. You want to dice those. Of course, get to blindmicemart.com and uh, get that uh, just a slice mandolin. It makes it so much easier like we did on the show. You're going to need one onion diced, three medium or two large jalapenos diced, about a quarter cup of fresh cilantro chopped and measure it after you chop it. Um, I also put in some salt, some pepper. I put in a little bit of cumin, about a teaspoon, two teaspoons. Do it to taste. Same with your salt and pepper and about um, two teaspoons of lime juice. Mix it all up, toss it in the fridge, let it chill. That's all there is to it, man. Delicious. If you want to make it salsa, just throw your tomatoes in a food processor or blender and chop them up first there, and then add your other ingredients in, and there you go. Oh, 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 Yum. oh so easy. Then we made a pineapple salsa. Cheryl will read you that recipe. All right. The pineapple salsa was simple and fun to do. So one can of 15 ounce of um, tomatoes drained and diced, one can um, crushed pineapple drained, one jalapeno seeded and diced, one tablespoon of lime juice, four tablespoons of fresh cilantro chopped, and then two tablespoons of red onion minced. That's it. That's all there is to it, y'all. Quick and easy, quick and easy. And that pineapple salsa recipe came out of the salsas cookbook that's in the bookstop, the blind bookstop. Hey, for the homemade tortilla chips, take you uh, some, some flour tortillas, cut them into eights, spread some olive oil or vegetable oil, just a little bit. You don't want it swimming in it, just enough to coat the pan. And then lay your tortillas that you've cut, your wedges, on that cookie sheet. You want to make sure you coat both sides of the tortilla wedges with olive oil 
or vegetable oil, either one. And I do that just by laying it on one side, flipping it over, and there you go. You've got it done, you know. And um, bake those for about 10 minutes at 350 degrees. Delicioso. That's all it takes, man. You will have a chip that's crispy on the outside and mm, chewy and tender on the inside. I can't wait to dig into this pico de gallo, Cheryl. It's going to be delicious. going to be good, 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 good. All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.